Love is always patient and kind. It is never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offense and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Ooh, I like that. I love, love. I love you. I love everything. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. That, love. Where does love play a role in your life? Do you love us? Do you love this? Do you love Valentine's Day? That's a really good question, isn't, isn't it? it? That's a really good question. Well, this is your next favorite episode of the Integrateness Podcast. <laughs> Owning it. <clears throat> that was Jolene. Uh, and this is Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that weird? I led that That myself. was very well done. Very yeah, well done. Thank Nicely you. Done. I hope done. it got everyone in the mood. We are leading with love today, you guys. So we are taking this outside of February 14th. We are taking this outside of Valentine's Day and really looking at like what role does love play in your life? And when we say the word love, right? Like there was a difference. You were like, I like that. And I was like, I love that. <laughs> there is a difference. People are so afraid to use the word love because it was segregated to romantic love in our minds. Oh, look, you have a rock here with love written on it. I I'm do. staring at it. Love, laugh. And joy. Ah, oh, so love, joy, laugh. <laughs> Who's joy? Just no kidding. No idea. Um, <laughs> squirrel. But we really were taught like love was this small cherished thing in a sense, yeah. right? Like to say I love you was something you would say romantically. I tell my kids I love you all the time. My kids have I love you mom graffitied all over my house. Graffitied like in permanent marker on my front step, on my hallway wall. And lots of other places I get. Lots of lovely, I love you, mom. So we see it as familial, but we also see it as romantic. But like we, we are hearing more and more, especially younger generations. Actually, I really love that. They are leading with more open hearts and leading with love more often. And they are expanding this idea of love. And to hear two men say to each other, I love you, man, and really yeah. mean it. Like, you That's know. That's a good movie too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> That's really so funny. Movie. But that is what we need more of, right? We need more. Like, why the fuck wouldn't we be telling people we love them if that's truly how we feel? You know? I think part of, well, like, it is partly a generational thing. Yep. Right? But I think, too, because you, you're in the social work field, mm -hmm. and I worked in employment counseling with social workers. Mm -hmm. They would throw that around all the time. And to me, it was just, it felt false. Like it was mm. creating this false culture of like, we got to be touchy-feely and love each other. And it's right. like, I, we don't know each other. And no, like it takes a lot generally Interesting. for people to build that feeling of love, to love someone. You can't, have you, have you ever been on a first date where someone told you they loved you? Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable and it's creepy. Totally. Right? Like it takes time to build that feeling it of does. love. And I think that's why it has been associated more with romantic and familial love. And what does lust look like? What does love look like? What do like uh, trauma bond chemistry responses oh, yes. be conditioned to look like love? Again, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is all the things that go back, rewind and replay this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, cause my phone turned off, but, but essentially, yeah. So it's interesting you say social workers. Cause I like, if I have my social work hat on, I'm way more boundaried and way more rigid. And the love word would not come out necessarily mm -hmm. that way. 
spiritual Jolene and mother and maternal and friendship Jolene will throw love out there like a mofo, right? So, but I started to embrace the concept of love so differently, so differently in the last few years, just even on this like next stage healing journey of mine. Like what does a broader concept of love truly look like? And even looking at the concept of self-love, right? Like that's not the self-care stuff we talk about. True self-love is like a great appreciation, acceptance of oneself. And, you know, sometimes it is around discipline and sometimes it is around like, you know, going into those dark places of our behavior, right? Like, because you don't want to be in that place anymore. And, you know, where we hold resentments and where we talked about forgiveness like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. or, you know, and it's like, where are you holding on to those things that like crush the places of love for us, right? And love has so much more to offer us. It's healing. It is hopeful. It will expand us. Like if if you and I are both standing here okay. and, and somebody is looking at us through an open heart of love and somebody else is looking at us through a closed heart, we're going to feel that difference, Jason. Or you know it. You know it when you're in a presence of people that feel different. Yeah, right? and, yeah. And our closed heart isn't even always from a place of hatred. It can be from a place of distrust. Mm-hmm. It can be a place of... Um, lack of confidence. It can be a place of fear. And it's not always like a negative. It's because they don't want to extend that to you, right? Yeah. But like when I think about the energetic space of my heart, like how open-hearted am I when I'm approaching the world, when I am approaching my kids? I know when I'm open-hearted, closed-hearted, like, you know, and what is it that changes about us? Our whole body changes, right? Like your jaw will tighten. There's so many things. Well, your demeanor completely changes. Absolutely, it's, right? You can, you can repel people. I yes. used to be really good at that. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, why am I not leading with love here? Yeah. Why do I want to repel, right? And like, w- like it's wild to pour love into places where it's most needed, but like least deserved, yeah. okay? So that's the other thing is like a lot of people in their own healing journeys will be like, especially with exes and like old jobs and things like that, or like really miserable people. It's like, how do I, how do I just share love in their direction instead of hatred? Right. And that can be tricky. Those are big moments of growth. And when you can truly do that is like, see someone who's treated you really poorly and just send love in their direction because that is healthier for us. And I mean, hopefully we'll shift something that can then have a ripple effect with somebody else in their life later on. Right. Yeah. Um, but when we look at Valentine's day, I want you to step outside of that. So many people like, yes, you're going to have this tiny little, maybe romantic interaction on Valentine's day, but like we have so much more love than that in our lives and our hearts. So much more. How much love do you have for pets? You got cats, don't you? Yeah, we got three of them. One of which I really like. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Right? You know, so many people are like crazy about their animals and the love they have for their dogs. Oh, they treat them like children. Totally. And then we have, I have a little child right here who's like standing here in the sunshine just being like, hello, hello, love on me, love on me. Is that you, Hazel? Yeah. Do you want to tell anybody what your thoughts about love are? Nope, she does not. (laughs) She does not. But children are the most generous with their love. They are. They are. And I think that they are the bravest with their love and they are the most forgiving with their love. Yeah, they are. And it's it's sad when the world kind of crushes and kicks that out of them because it does happen to pretty much every child. It does. It's the like, I continually give it and somebody continually stomps on it. And those are just learned experiences through life. That is what life will do when it 
wears away at us and just keeps being experienced. And that's part of our learning journey. And, you know, I remember a few years ago when I left my relationship, I said to myself, like, I am not going to let negative experiences in my life stop me from moving forward in an open hearted manner, hoping and knowing that like, I can still find that. I don't want to be close hearted on this journey. Because if I'm close hearted, I'm not going to find someone else who's open hearted. That's a good way to look right? at it, right? Yeah. yeah. So being able to look at that, like what are the things that slowly, I think we come into this world with these beautiful, big open hearts, ready to give everything until, like you said, those experiences come that slowly shut the doors, mm-hmm. right? But children truly are the most generous with their love, I would say. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. It's watching my son grow up and now watching him learn. Yeah. Right. To be careful with it and to just, you can see certain friendships have moved on. Some that are going to eventually move on, but new people coming in. Yeah. It's been a fascinating process to watch. And they are so compassionate in moments of yuck with other friends or other people or even their siblings. You know, something really beautiful I witnessed between World War 12 at my house sometimes is that all of a sudden one of them will snap out of it and just be like, oh, well, I can help. Here, you can just have mine then. That's okay. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, adults in a split second would have held a grudge there in so many scenarios. Oh, yeah, right? and it would have stayed that way. Because there were so many more of those moments in yeah. their lives that built up. And that's why, like, I love things like EMDR. We just help empty out so many of those kinds of things, right? Yeah. But if you were to look around at, like, your home, like, even the love we pour into the life that we've built for ourselves, right? Where do you show love in your home? Like, where do you show love to your home, Jason? Uh, I like to keep it neat there and orderly and clean. Yes. Right? And same with the car. Keep the car in working order. I, I was brought up to believe that if you take care of your stuff or your house, it will take care of you. Beautiful. Yeah. And that is what you probably transfer into relationships too exactly. at this stage. Yes. So yeah. those are the things I always tell people like, you know, like what is the state of your car? Okay. I don't judge you if you have goldfish crackers smashed no, everywhere God, because no. <laughs> that happens like two seconds after vacuuming. But in general, how well are you maintenancing things there? Because that might be the mentality of like how you think you need to maintenance things elsewhere in your life. Right. Yeah. And some people just rat bag them until they replace it. Right. And you see people, those people do that with relationships yes. and friends and stuff like that I'll just like buy well. a new one. I'll just get another one. Yeah. Right. I don't want to even learn how to fix it kind of thing. Right. There's, and, and I don't want to spend my money to have someone quality be able to do that yeah. too. So there's just experiences like that. So yes, in your home, how you care for your home. Now where that transfers, Jason, is that when you take care of the home that your family's living in, they feel your love. Mm-hmm. They may not know that. Right. But this goes into like the love language thing and you know. But essentially, you care about the home you live in, but you also care about the home that your family lives in, and that's an extension of that, right? So now they're feeling your love through an extension of that. I love my family, so I, you know, make an income to put a roof over their head and this and that. But it's like, how far down those extremes do we go? That's where the workaholic parent comes in, and they're trying to justify that as their means of love. We can't always have one income source of love. No. Right? It's got to come from other sources. Sometimes it's going to come from working and providing. Other times it's going to be from care and nurturing. And then other times it's going to be from spontaneous expression of it. Right? And, yeah. And, and tending to it. Without planning. 
Yeah. yeah just letting moments kind of happen. And yes. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. Right. So yeah, for me, I mean, um, things, it's like, how do you care for your yard? Right. Like when I plant a garden and then that nourishes my kids, like food is also a way that I share love with my children. I put love usually into their food. <laughs> and um, except at 5 a.m. on the way to hockey practice actually no that's one of the like Is the it? biggest yeah. ones very nice. heartfelt because I'm like kudos to you for getting up man kudos yep. for you for getting on the ice there let's get you like often it's a, almost a treat moment for nice. him and I'm like yeah you deserve big big ass reward here I'm Good for like you. you know you're up early mm. let's like today was chocolate milk and it was cereal because well normally I would put like a strudel in the toaster for him but I burned my toaster on the stove last night. I oh. turned the wrong burner on. That's not good. <laughs> it was awful. That's not good. Anyways, that was toast. Get it? <laughs> She's here all week, folks. Right? So in any of those kinds of ways, like, what are the thoughtful things you do, right? Like, and, and I love those little statements that, like, you know, love is telling your partner or your child or whatever, get home safe. Yes. Love is me putting a heater on my son's hockey gear this morning, yeah. right? Love is like, what are the things you putting the wet towel on the, on, yeah, the, on the, the one dry spot. One on the so top. Dry one is what Jess can get. Yeah. Love is filling the coffee pot for her, even though you're not drinking out of that one, right? Yeah. Like all those kinds of things, what do you do, right? So you learn those pieces and express it that way, right? Um, there are truly some beautiful people, you know, Mother Teresa, the beautiful, generous, giving heart of Mother Teresa. And I do think that there are people that walk this earth that just have these massive hearts that are meant to love. And they are here as vessels to share love, you know? They're like the guides for the other people. Like oh. almost. That's what they call them, like saints. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're, they're a rare breed, you yeah. know? And I think it's neat when you can see the genuine people. But you also see people who kind of put that out there, but it's not genuine. They're getting something out of it. Usually ego-based. Ego-based, yeah. Um, attention and positive regard. Yeah. Yeah. They want that it's attention. They love, want that. It's love with condition. Yeah. Yes. And we talked, I think, last year's episode. Feel free to go back if you are missing us once we press stop on this one. But we talked about that, I think, is like the concept of conditional love and unconditional yes. love. And really what we're expanding to in this episode is like, where do you share unconditional, unattached love? Because actually love in its freest form, I love um, Michael Singer's uh, like Life Untethered and his Untethered kind of, it's, it's a great book, but it's a great approach to really looking at like the, the harm and attachments to thing. But yeah, when we share love in an unattached manner, it's truly just like sprinkling a bunch of gold everywhere, yeah. you know? Um, so really looking at that today and being like, where can I share love without condition? Where can I share love without attachment? So that anyone that were to walk into this space, this office, this room, drive past me has just free game to, 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 to receive that. Right. There are things you can do without even looking somebody in the eye. Right. What could name an example? I am going to say reminders for everybody. The minute we see a heart. What do you think of? Well, yeah, you think of love, right? You oh. see a heart up in the house somewhere. Yes, yeah. a heart usually means love somewhere. So feel free to get out some paper, cut out some hearts, and just put hearts everywhere today. They don't have to be red. They can be whatever color yep. you want. They can be out of newspaper. They can be out of, um, you know, the TPS reports <laughs> <laughs> from Office Space. Yes, right? yes, yes. Or yes office, yeah. What is it? Office Space? Yeah. Office Space, yeah. That's yeah. a great movie. It can be. I know it is. It's it really so is. Yeah. Right. Um, so 
it's just like any anywhere that you can spread the idea that like love is not um love is not like the the love we're experiencing today is is not just available to the people who have a partner waiting at home for them and that that is i'm glad you're bringing that up because i think that's where valentine's day becomes this depressing event for people who are single what are single people supposed to do on valentine's day um, right? love on everything else and themselves. Exactly. Didn't I say like, but cheap. that's not told it's not in school. Right. But do you remember in, we think we talked about this last year in school when we were growing up, you didn't have to give every kid a Valentine. Yeah. And there's always that one or two kids that didn't get any. Right. That Where, makes me so sad. I know. Whereas now at least that you're encouraged to share with everybody. Yes. Right? And that happens. Yeah. But then even then it's like over the top. Well, this person only gave a Valentine and not all these other fancy things, their parents, Pinterest and you know, whatever. Right. But no, it is about a true act of like kindness without, um, the anticipation of receiving. Right. So where can you look around in your life today and be like, whether I'm partnered or not, whether I have a romantic connection somewhere or not, where can I celebrate Valentine's day? Or just the concept of love. Absolutely. The concept of love. I always call it love day. Usually I'm like, happy love day. Right. (laughs) Um, But like, where, where can you share that? So maybe it's through some heartfelt messages to just like three random people look through your text messages, send just like, Hey, I'm so grateful um, to be in your life. Or I'm so Mm -hmm. grateful you're a friend of mine or whatever. Thank you for your love and support, whatever it is. Um, Put hearts all over the place. Honestly, you will put smiles on and lighten the hearts of so many many hard people <laughs> right it's true no it does it does work yeah you know like so many so many people that are just like in their way or stubborn you don't even realize how a simple heart can actually bring awareness to the fact that someone was in a state they didn't realize they were in it's almost just like on autopilot mm-hmm. right and that's why i love finding like you know you'll just be driving through town and someone will have like a happy message somewhere and you're like oh yeah those, are, those are neat or they hang them <clears throat> in our town on that overpass hang on to the overlander bridge yeah yeah. yeah. So any of those kinds of things, be that person, right? Um, there are some people that just emanate love, right? Find some of those people today or be that person today, right? Yeah. Um, for me, my love comes from a place of like most of my led most of my life now is very intentionally led from an open heart space and from a place of love. And that's because I've done so much work around a lot of my ego based stuff, a lot of like why love gets me into a different frequency of operating in this in this realm right like it 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 gives me a better radio station better clarity better manifesting all those things right because i'm genuinely coming from a much warmer place um and i know the times i haven't led from love absolutely right i know when that's not been available so what are some things you can do jason what to show love yeah uh let's see Continue to fill up the coffee pot and yeah, the towel. Right? Yeah. Don't stop doing that. Um, I think maybe take on a couple extra things around the house on a day like today. Okay. I, like, again, like we were, it's a, it wasn't the family motto, but my, I was always brought up. And I, I agree this is important. Um, deeds are better than words. Oh, yes. Right? So I show my love or affection by doing things for mm. people. So... You know, get my son, maybe he likes a certain kind of chocolate. So get him a special chocolate yeah. that's waiting for him when he gets home from school or a friend's place. Um, doing Cooking the dinner tonight so Jess doesn't have to. Like, you know, that's how I sort can of show. You, yeah. Can you think about doing it with Griffin? 
Yeah. Let's make your mom dinner. Because now you equipped him. To do that. To do that. Right? So he not only sees you model it, but he sees you uh, like um, instigate it too. Right? But then also join in. Because now that's your way of sharing love with him. Because you also want to spend time with him. And give him a new skill set and a new core memory. Yeah. And now he can show love to his mom in a way he didn't have a tool for before. Exactly. Exactly. Because sometimes kids often are like, I want to give my parents something. Actually, my Hazel is the most beautiful example of this. All December long, she was crafting like crazy, making me Christmas presents. And there was one moment where she was like, mom, I just want to make you so many things. And I, I just need your help helping me find them. So I said, ask your, ask your Google on your tablet to like look up crafts for kids to make for their parents, (laughs) you know? So I tried to help her be as independent as possible, but she didn't have anything to help her do that. Right. Yeah. Giving them the tools to do that. Wanted to create, wanted to share that. So Often, and then actually it was my boyfriend that the same day randomly said, when I come into town tonight, I'd like you to take your kids shopping to buy you a present. That's cool. And I was like, you have no idea. (laughs) Because they do feel like they can't give what they want. Not that gifts are always our act of service of love, but they are when you grow up with a mom who has acts of services and gift giving as a Mm -hmm. love language for them. Because they receive it, so they also want to be able to show so that would be a great way to equip Griffin with the ability yeah. to show his mom love on Valentine's Day. And he already does cook a bit. There so that's, you go. That's a good thing to so even, you know, like, you know, pre-plan some of that. If people can't do it tonight, maybe you intentionally roll over into Saturday or something, yeah. right? And end of the week, Friday. Yeah. Right. When mom's tired. Yeah. Or dad's tired, however you want to work that totally. with who, right? It's yeah. a good thing to do. And then I think some of the other things you could do, Jason, looking at your realm of work, like you can reach out to some of your colleagues just being like, you know what? I love the work that we do, guys, and that's why we do such good yeah. work. Because all of you guys have a passion for it. You really do love doing it. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Right? Huge. Yeah. So then even just acknowledging that, the love that guides your passion for the work is what makes your work so successful with them. Yes. And it wouldn't it, work if it wasn't. Exactly. Yeah. But just to acknowledge that, simply acknowledge it, right? You know, like if you are working out tonight and you see people at the gym, like let them know you love that place, that you love seeing other people better themselves and that you get motivation from them doing that. Or thanks for making me feel accepted here because now I can show myself love by getting excited to come here, right? Yeah. So, and again, one of our biggest fierce acts of love is self-discipline in staying committed to the things that are important to us. Huge. And when we talk about preventative health measures and things like that, we are always going to be healthier when we're coming from a place of love and truth and honesty. Yeah, I like, I'm glad you mentioned discipline because discipline, I think, is so crucial. Well, and it, it doesn't tie into love. It can tie, it ties almost into everything. Yeah. You ultimate know. form of self-love yeah. is self-discipline. It's self-discipline. For sure. And it, it's the one key to success. Absolutely. Not talent, discipline. Yeah. All we need, like, I think it was Warren Buffett that said, like, you don't need... <clears throat> Um, you don't need to be the, uh, what is it? You don't need to be the smartest. You just need to, it's about consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And consistently, right? Like, yeah. So just recognizing that those are all little pieces. And like, if, if you feel like you've had this grinchy heart and you don't even know how to expand (laughs) it, right. That is where you can start. Like, where are the small places that I let love in? Right. And those are the best, that's the best way to start. Because if it's not a comfortable thing, maybe your home was a very cold emotionally cold environment um we all crave that maybe you got heartbroken maybe you're heartbroken like 15 times in a row whatever right like you just start small and i think that's where when you're in this in, in a place where there's a bunch of people running around telling each other they love you it makes those people who aren't that way freaked out yeah right and they don't respond well 
to that. In fact, it, it has the opposite effect. Yes. They will become more Grinch. Yes. So it's small things. Avoidant. Yeah. yeah. So if your dog is the only place you look and generally feel that flutter of love, then spend more time with your dog today and get more of that feeling. And then if you can sit at a park and you're mm. like a total grouch, except when you watch that one kid chasing a duck in the park or something, mm -hmm. then watch that kid chase the duck and get more of that feeling. Feel that feeling. Feel that feeling. So Be that's present. really what you want to do is like, it doesn't matter how you tap into it, but if you feel it somewhere, sometimes you're only going to feel it watching a movie and seeing two other people experience the love. Yeah. And if that's the way you need to activate that feeling in you, then do it. It's like, we will take whatever jump start we can get so that then we can start fueling that feeling ourselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is, is today you are allowed to ask for love. And I say that as these little hands wrap around behind me asking for a hug. And that is it. Like kids will unapologetically ask for love when they want it. And I love that because we as adults have such a hard time with that. So, you know, ask for love somewhere today. Ask for a hug. Ask for somebody to give you some time if they need. Ask for somebody for their attention if you're feeling lonely. Ask for somebody to help you feel better if you're heartbroken or you're feeling a little depleted, whatever that is. Ask for it. Because I guarantee you there's not a lot of scenarios where if you went to someone, if you were comfortable enough to ask that person, I guarantee they're probably going to offer it back. And if you're that person and you're having a shitty day, don't let the shitty day prevent you from offering it back because yeah. sometimes people won't because they're just like i'm feeling like crap but i'm gonna make sure someone else does totally. too you know what i mean not, not yes. meaning to be a jerk but they're in that place because often <clears throat> we will get those people coming to us as our catalyst to get us out of that space yeah. without us even knowing like wow that's exactly what i needed yeah that's exactly what i needed so keep that in mind yes so with that, we hope that we have expanded your concept of love. We have helped you embrace love a little bit differently and really tried to give it a new definition and meaning in your life and sit with that differently. We don't want it to put a sour taste in your mouth. And we also don't want you to go to through the roof all giddy because that is a trauma response. And that'll get you in trouble. It's really we want annoying. You, yeah, really we annoying. want you to have a calm, regulated nervous system <laughs> and this sense of, ah, when yeah. we say, we love you. Exactly. And if you're on a first date tonight and it's going well, don't tell the person you love them. <laughs> you not, won't get a second date at all. Not, not yet. Not, not yet. Not maybe yet. third or fourth, fifth maybe, yeah. but not, not yet. <laughs> Until next week, I'm Jason. And I'm Jolene. Happy Love Day. Yes. Mm -hmm.